Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Rachel Vella. And I'm Suzanne Mushin. Welcome to The Big Payoff. Today we're going to talk about how to radically rethink vacation, the time you take off of work that you struggle with, or even if you don't, we're just going to give you a whole different way of thinking about it that is true for us real time because it's happening to us right now. Right. So for the very first time... In Rachel's and my 18 years of friendship and business partnership, um, we're actually not only both going on vacation, but going on vacation together. I mean, not in the same bedroom, even though there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm not that into you. I'm not that into you. Yeah. Not, it was interesting on the phone today when you were talking to the people at the um, spa where we're going, you made it clear you referred to me and I was in the car next to you, but you referred to me as the woman I'm, I'm traveling with. I, I was so afraid, you know, like, um, so my partner's coming with me <laughs> right. and I was just like, no, I don't even want, you know. But anyway, what we, what we are, we decided this time, and it kind of came up organically to go to this amazing, it's to call it a spa is not right. We're going to get into this in a little bit, but it is a... Retreat. Place, right, where you do a lot of physical kicking of your own ass and then also you get the luxury services that go along with that. And we decided let's do it together. We both absolutely want to do it. It's five days and we started to talk – after we arranged it, we started to talk about it and that's where we discovered uh, something's going on here. And I'm going to rewind the tape even a little bit more because I think it's important to share – how we got to this type of vacation, because Rachel and I are both very bad at taking vacations. Mm -hmm. I'm better at it, actually, than Rachel is. Um, Rachel almost never, ever unplugs, ever. I think the most you've ever unplugged was probably the When I went to London. Oh, to London? I was yeah. going to say that. But it's only when it's just not available. Right. right? It, it has to be Costa to be Rica or something like that. Exactly. Into it. And both of us stay connected mm-hmm. by email the entire time. I know. I mean, sometimes I talk to Rachel more in the beginning of my trip than yeah. I'm even focused on the rest of my family. So we're not good. And also, when we go on vacation, we often give each other 
runway list, like, oh, when you're on the plane on the way down, here are all the things that you should do. So we're not good at it. And so I think as a way to bridge between the idea of really taking a vacation and justifying taking a vacation, we initially had decided to seriously kick our asses. And we had signed up to go to this place called um, the uh, Ranch at – no, well, it's a version of the ashram Mm -hmm. in Malibu, but it's called the Ranch at Live Oak. Just Google it, friends, because it's one of these places you go when you kind of hate yourself. It it shows your entire – there's some place on the site that shows the daily schedule schedule, (laughs) and you wake up at 5.30 and you go for like a five-mile hike. Five-mile? No, no, no. 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 I've done this, Rachel. No. You hike for a solid four hours. Oh, that's what it was. It's four hours. Then you come back and you have a granola and then then you – you know, no coffee. Oh, and no, the f- whole thing's vegan. Yeah, it's and- like, yeah. And oh, by the way, in all these places, like zero drinking or yeah. anything, yeah. which is just fine. But then there's no, it was so excruciating that we looked at it and went, hell yeah. Yeah. And we signed <laughs> up. And then within 48 hours, we were both separately because I felt bad about it because I was thinking, yeah. well, she probably really wants to do it. And I don't want to be a wuss by saying no. <laughs> and Suzanne was, meanwhile, having her own going like, this is fucked up. I don't want to do And we both in the same moment yeah. on a phone call were like, do we really, really? want to go someplace where the whole feeling is? Yeah, the whole feeling is one of what we have to do, what we should do. What will feel great having done. When we're done. And part of this also came about because we had taped an episode of this podcast called Working on the Weekend. And on that podcast, we, Rachel was referring to a quote. What was yeah. the quote? Was it um, um, d- that you don't want the exper- your highest experience of pleasure to be the relief from pain, which was exactly the way Rachel and I were thinking about this yeah. this quote retreat. It wasn't even a vacation. It was okay. We're going to be miserable for four days, but that's okay. Yeah, because when we're done, we'll be so relieved. We'll be so relieved, <laughs> right? So then we both said no, no. Okay, we can't. Wait, we do that. We had put a deposit down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were so booked. we called. We called uh-huh. in a little bit of a little. I made you call. I made you call. I had a little sort of edge of frenzy in my voice, panic, and said, I'm getting my deposit back. And they said yes. And then we immediately booked at a place where there is – you can absolutely kick your own ass just as much, but it's up to you to be kicking your – they are not kicking your ass. And the whole vibe of the place that we're going is completely different. I mean if you remember, Rach – when they first sent us the packet from the lot from the ranch at, at Live Oak, the preparation oh. to go on the it butt was a month was of, two months. Yeah, it, was two it months. started two months ahead of yeah. time. First, you need to start training. Then you need to do all this to your diet. I mean, it it would have been two months of dreading yeah. going yeah. on the trip, plus four days of butt kicking. Yeah, only so that when we were done, we'd be relieved it was all over. Right, and I was looking at that prep, going, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this." Yeah. And then imagine getting there yeah. and being completely like unable to do that high I was like oh this is going to be a just a, so a just shit by show. the time we realized this about ourselves we realized a, a bunch of of things that we want to share in terms of the rethink that we're in real time on what it actually means to take a vacation
you know, the rethink didn't come out of nowhere, Suzanne, if you'll remember. You had had a conversation with our friend Melissa, who had just gone on vacation. It was that conversation that that got us to radically go, wait a minute. So Melissa is a great friend of ours who is – she works harder than probably anyone we know. It's not even about the hours she puts in, even though it's an insane amount of hours. It's like volume. She works big. She works fast. She works hard. Right. She's just a a total working uh, amazement. And she just took this vacation. She's a little baby, like a less than one-year-old, and she took a vacation with her husband for the first time. And when she got back from vacation and I said to her, did you really unplug? Like, is that what you did? And she said, well, yeah, I really did. She said, I read three books. They were all nonfiction books. And they were books she had wanted to read. And so she actually read three whole books. But then as I'm dropping her off, she whips out her computer and shows me that, oh, by the way, also while I was on vacation, I completed this massive piece of work that we had asked her to do while she was on vacation. Right. So the first part of our conversation, Suzanne, was, wow, she didn't really take a vacation at all, man. (laughs) That's a problem. Yeah. And then you said to her, well, so this was a working vacation. And she said, no way. She said, I wanted to do this. This was, I looked forward to doing this. This was work that I was so excited to have the time to do. It was a total pleasure to do it. Right. And when Suzanne, when you told me that, that's when the light bulb above our head was like, wait a minute. Who says that vacation is a time to, you have to do no work? No. It has to be, there are no shoulds on vacation. It is a level of work and a kind of work that you're desperate to do and can't possibly do when you're working, which is a way of getting more intentional about what is, what am I really up to here? What if our vacation were someplace where we could do a level of work that is absolutely impossible during the normal working cycle because we're so busy working for various I, people? I, I think that the use of the word work and even talk like is problematic in this conversation, Rach. I think what we're really saying is the idea that vacation has to be an escape from your real life right. isn't necessary because if there are parts of what you do for a living, let's just call that work, but in fact, it could be something that a project, a hobby, something you've been trying to get off the ground. It may not even be your day job. Let's just call it a form of what we all would typically call work. If there's an element of that that you actually want to do. But don't have the opportunity to do. And no one's telling you you have to do it. No, it's for you. And, yeah. And, and so here's here was my image. My image was we imagine that we go on vacation with basically our brains on fire. They're smoking, right, from stress. And that vacation becomes this massive ice bucket that you dip your head into and just watch the steam rise. But the fact is that de-stressing isn't just 
actually isn't well accomplished by not thinking about anything. It's often accomplished best by thinking deeply about what the meaning is of what you're doing. What do you really want to do? What are these questions around what am I really up to? What is the purpose of what I want to do? That achieves the real goal of vacation, which is not cutting off. It is revitalizing your life. I just realized something. I th- this image of the being on fire and dunking yourself in, into the ice is so problematic because that's why reentry is so hard. Yeah. Because what you've done is you've created this situation in which your vacation has truly been almost like a numbing of all the things in your life that are stressful, and you're able to push them off to the side for the three days, the four days, the week. But the fact is. If you don't think about them, if you don't go deeper into your life while you're on vacation, they're still waiting for you when you get back. So no wonder there's this bad bounce back effect. It's like if you can hear me right now, I'm seriously um, have a cold and I was taking Afrin and Rachel, I said to Rachel, oh, Afrin's amazing. It's so good. Like it makes me completely forget that I have my cold. And Rachel's text, your text back to me was, Beware of the bounce back. Kickback. Kickback. Right. Which is exactly what's right with what I'm saying. Yes. That's really a great analogy because it's like sticking something up your nose. (laughs) That's what vacation really (laughs) Really is. is. And spraying it. But it really is true. And so I don't I don't want to have to, for example, it's about getting on a different wavelength, literally. So instead of the yes, no switch on off metaphor that we use for vacations, which is very simplistic and actually wrong. It's more about moving to a different length of the wave and dimension of thinking. So, for example, I don't need to not get on my computer. I need to not answer emails and instead, for example, research something I've been really wanting to think about more deeply or talk to you. This is what I'm really looking forward to, Suzanne. Spending a vacation talking to you about what do we want our business to really be? What do we want our podcast to really be? Those kinds of long wave questions you just can't do during the work week. And and when you just said that just now, my reaction to that is, yes, that's so what I'm looking forward to also. It didn't make me anxious like, oh, shit, Rachel wants to talk about work. I think that if you don't think about a vacation as checking out, but checking in. Yes. Right? That's great. Check deep. Check in with yourself. First of all, it it allows for a kind of ebb and flow of your day that might, some of which might actually entail full-on, you know, vacation mode, drunkenness or whatever. But it doesn't lead to guilt when part of your vacation turns into time that you're spending in your work. Right. It's really about finding a sort of level of mindfulness, if you will, about what you're really up to. And, you know, it's the same reason, Suzanne, we reject the work-life balance dichotomy. It's like, wait, there's something really wrong with that. Actually, work is a component of your life, so and there's no denying it. It's not something I have to do because I just have to make a buck. And so when I'm on vacation, why not have a conversation and a whole set of thoughts around how it fits into my life and what I really want? So we're thinking about this in real time right now. And when we come back, I want to talk about 
what we're going to do so that we can share with our podcast listeners how what it, the, how yeah, it works like for how us. it really is working. But maybe we can do that in real time. Yeah, you, you know, while we're there, while we're there, right? And because the fact is, we don't know whether we're going to be successful at this. This is a big experiment. We've never done it before, so we're not lecturing you about what to do. We're saying this is what we want to do, yeah. and you're going to hear real time from us how it went. So, Rachel, what might be really interesting is to take in some of our own lessons, whether it was from our own obvious brilliance or that of guests that have come on our show, and apply some of it to our own lives, just like we did with the working on the weekend, and try to figure out for ourselves what is this experience really like in real time and and record that. So is it like eating your own dog food? I know. that's You hate that phrase. Because it doesn't make any sense. I know. But if people – like I, I, I used to use it a lot. You know what? I think people use that phrase and it actually mixes up two different things. One is like walking the walk. I don't know where it comes from, yeah. but it's just wrong. OK. So we're going to – I don't want to eat my own dog no. food. And who deserves <laughs> – I don't get it. It's troubling image. Um, although hopefully the, the food at the Golden Door won't remind us of dog food. No, it's, not at that price. It's, it's better, fucking, better not. fucking not. <laughs> so I, we're going to get um, – from our producer, from Susie, a set of questions. We don't yet know what they are. And we're going to try to do a daily recording. Let, we'll do it separately, right? We, yes. We, yeah. We'll do where some... did I see it? It was on some reality show where people were recording real time. It was some reality show uh-huh. in their own bedrooms. They were quietly recording what was going on real time. That's what I picture yeah. myself in my gorgeous, luxurious bedroom and you in your little cot and your little <laughs> – did I tell you that we have different rooms? In my pull-out bed? Yeah, I forgot to In the you. trundle? I did tell her that we had different rooms <laughs> that you didn't need. The luxury. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be on that recording going – I hate Suzanne so much today. <laughs> she tried to trip me up the mountain. Um, so I'm curious. I don't know what the questions are going to be, but I'm excited to to do it. And then let's just put that back together into another podcast so that you'll know um, what, what it, occurred. Yeah, it may. We might fail miserably, I, but whatever it is, this is the struggle. It's the struggle for us. And if this works out, you guys, the idea of shifting the way you think about taking time, quote, off, unquote, it could really be a life changer. Life changer. Okay. Let's see if we can pull it off. We'll be back to the big payoff after our vacation. After our think retreat. After after our thinking vacation. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters.